When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you are listening to this, watching this video live after the fact, whenever you are consuming uh, this Blue and Gold show, we just wanted to say thank you for tuning in. We are certainly uh, in the Thanksgiving spirits and thankful for all of our consistent uh, viewers um, and listeners on our Blue and Gold YouTube page, especially you recruiting junkies who on Black Friday, you have nothing better to do than to uh, consume some Notre Dame recruiting content with my boy Kyle Kelly. Do you have a good Thanksgiving, my friend? think so, man. Uh, watch plenty of football. That's my favorite part of Thanksgiving, well, aside from the food. But, yeah, I took it easy yesterday. No complaints. And I know the uh, Dolphins play today. Are you going to be able to catch a little of that game? I know you'll be out on the road. I will be. Uh, yeah, no chance in hell I'm not watching that game um so black friday football i'm here for it kyle favorite thanksgiving dish oh stuffing all day i tend to i tend to call it dressing but i know we have a lot of stuffing folks out there so yeah 100 i'm stuffing guy it needs to be you know sausage has to be in the stuffing i'm a big sausage in the stuffing guy um yeah it's uh it, it, it makes it but um yeah, my dish is a green bean casserole, and uh, everyone said it was really good again. Um, I just follow the the recipe on the back of the onions box. Um, Josh says, good morning. Good morning, Josh. Sly Fox says, fins up today. That is right. And Debbie Cook's in the chat. What's up, Debbie? Um, so, yeah, we're going to be talking some Notre Dame football recruiting. Please hit the thumbs up on this video, of course, folks. Subscribe to our channel for more content, as always. And uh, we got a lot more Notre Dame uh, football and recruiting coverage over on our website, um, blueandgold.com um, and we even um, Kyle have a new um, offer for our folks watching on YouTube listening to our podcast uh, $1 for two months so your first two months if you're a new subscriber um, yeah that's the uh, that's the offer is $1 for two months and the promo code is UND1 so the letter UND1 so check that out I'm at blueandgold.com So, Kyle, our first topic for today is let's talk a little recruiting ranking, something that everyone kind of agrees on and doesn't have hot takes on and never causes any arguments. I think you had posted on something on the board recently. You were like, "Um, here is this regarding rankings. And you were like, please direct all complaints to Mike Singer. Thank you very much for that, Kyle. Um, So, uh, yeah, we'll just kind of dive into it. And folks, I am currently at my in-laws place in uh, Clearwater, Florida. Um, so I don't have a second monitor, so it's kind of tricky to uh, you know produce um, and talk at the same time on a one monitor setup. So just kind of bear with me. 
um and uh kyle is um is at his home um as normal but um yeah the rankings were kind of you know really good kyle I don't want to hear really good. Um, so Cam Williams, let me zoom in on this a little bit. Cam Williams moved up. Um, hold on, let me pull this up. Cam Williams inched closer to five star status, moving up from 28 to 24. Um, and Gerby Lamberts is the highest ranked four star player in the country per and this is so this past Monday on three updated its class of 2024 rankings. So Kyle and I in our articles of blue and gold and, um, you know, talking on here, we go by the industry ranking, you know, it's just kind of the, it's, it's the best tool because you have the outliers, but this is kind of just like the, you know, the mean of things, right. Kind of a good way to look at this, this website likes this guy a lot more than uh, this website, but it's just a good way to average it all out. Um, so, uh, so yeah, we're just talking about on three's own rankings here, which is what 30% or so of the industry ranking. So Gerby Lambert, 21, uh, you know, overall nationally number four offensive tackle now on three currently has 25 star players by the end of the cycle. That will be 32. So if Cam Williams holds at 24 and Gerby Lambert holds at 21, they will be five-star players. Now, Kane Williams is already a five-star per the industry ranking, but for folks watching on YouTube, you can see that on three 24-7 ESPN arrivals, I'll have him as a four-star player. But the industry ranking has him as a five-star. It's a little quirk, um, but that's a different discussion for a different day. Um, so, yeah, kind of moving along. You have Ger- er, CJ Carr. It's just kind of where we, uh, you know, let's skip CJ. We're going to end on him. Let's go through all the positives. Uh, Kingston Viliamu Asa. Let's see, where's Kingston? Um, on three has him lowest of the four websites, but he did climb 36 spots to 166, and he climbed up a good bit in the last ranking. So he was like outside the top 300, and he's continued to climb um, throughout his um, senior season. I know I'm kind of rambling. Kyle, we'll go to you in a, in a little bit here. Just kind of want to get through this. Um, on three's always been really high on Bryce Young, the uh, pass rusher from Charlotte. Of course, the uh, the son of Notre Dame legend Bryant Young. Um, on three moved him from 121 nationally to 49, um, and uh, from 11 to six in the edge positional rankings. That create a player kind of guy in Madden is is Bryce Young at the defensive end spot. So big time bump for him. Kedron Young, uh, nothing really new with him. I think he stayed. That's the number 72 overall player, but moved up one spot in the running back ranking. So um, you like to see that. Uh, Tay Johnson uh, was, I think, what, what, like 290 or something. He bounced outside the 300, so a small drop there. Logan Thomas dropped six spots in the national rankings. Um, so kind of some minor drops. Micah Gilbert was a huge riser. Uh, on three ranks, some highest by far at this point. And you guys can see that on the screen for YouTube, folks. Um, he was in the national rankings 246 and now he's 156 overall. Um, so yeah, that is a, a, a by a pretty good margin on three liking him um, out of the websites. And ES Williams um, on three is not super high on him um, as a three star prospect. Um, yeah, his senior season just wrapped up. Kyle, he's playing the Under Armour game, so he will have an opportunity um, to kind of move back up in the rankings. Uh, but uh, 
Yeah, not playing. The, it's an interesting evaluation for the on three guys. Like Aeneas not playing the greatest competition, but he does dominate. And, and he did his last game. He scored seven touchdowns against a pretty good team. From what I understand. Um, but uh, yeah, certainly one I disagree with, but also, you know, I, I have a little bit of bias. But uh, Logan Saldate, a three star to 288 nationally, number 47 receiver in the country. That was a really nice bump for Logan Saldate. Anthony Knapp from Roswell, Georgia. Everyone ranks him as a three-star except for on three, who just bumped him up a good bit. Um, uh, 46 spots, so he's the number 143 overall player in the country. So on three, I already liked him the most out of everybody, and even more so now. Staus Prescott had a little bit of a drop. Um, I, I think it was like 10 spots or something, but still on three ranks him by far highest number 213 player in the in the country and then um and then that's it for the four star kind of guys i don't i i i don't really know what the movement was for like the three star guys i was not really tracking that to be quite honest with you guys so then we'll land on cj Carr, um who moved down 15 spots in the national rankings um and i think one spot in the quarterback rankings like the lower you are in the top 300 the more likely you are to just move down 10 15 20 spots because there's so many guys who shoot up into the you know 100 to 150 range so if you're not moving up you are moving decent bit down if that makes sense in that kind of range um so yeah the other websites rank them number 36 number 37 and 23 and that's 24 70 ESPN and rivals respectively and then you have on three at 208 um so um yeah, kind of is what it is with with the car ranking. They clearly on three likes other quarterbacks more, um, and that's the beauty of uh, college football. We'll get to see if, if they were right or wrong um, in a few years. But so other than the car ranking, um, a very very uh, pro Notre Dame. I, I've never seen um, quite the pro Notre Dame any school I've covered. I've been doing this for over a decade. I've never seen quite the pro school I cover rankings update as this one. Notre Dame's commits really had a strong senior season, according um, at, at least from what the on three guys saw. So Kyle, I will go back to you. Um, thoughts on this, um, you know, th this rankings update. Yeah, uh, certainly a good one overall for Notre Dame. And I, I wanted to reference a, a few points from my Tuesday morning article on blueandgold.com. Our subscribers got to see it a couple days early. Uh, did plenty of hard um, hitting research for this. I I did four reasons why Notre Dame football fans should be pleased with those latest on three recruit rankings because there are a lot of good data points when you really do a deep dive into this class. And I think the the most important one being is that Cam Williams is tracking to be Notre Dame's first five star wide receiver since. Michael Floyd in 2008. So that is a long, long time. And I, I do want to say, I think it's easier to explain this verbally rather than um, in writing of how I reference the rankings in my stories. So obviously, On3 is a brand new company, only been around for a few years, doing some amazing things. But they only started ranking players starting at the 2021 class. So on three did not rank players from 2020 all the way back to the early 2000s when you know the internet recruiting rankings era 
really began and uh, right. sparked. So I had to use the on three industry ranking to go back uh, before 2020. And the on three industry ranking, as we've referenced so many times before, and I know you said it earlier in the show, basically compiles the the weighted average of rivals 24-7 and ESPN. Um, from 2021 on, uh, you throw on three in there. But before then, it was just the three services. Um, it, it's funny because I did receive a few comments about, well, why isn't uh, the 24-7 sports composite ranking identical to on three's industry ranking? Because 24-7's composite also, I believe, compiles 24-7 rivals and ESPN. But uh, the on, I, it's a little bit the, – the rankings are weighted a little bit differently. So anyway, because um, I know I received some uh, feedback that Jordan Johnson was a five-star wide receiver and um, Tommy Kramer was a five-star offensive lineman. Yeah, they were according to specific recruiting services, but not in the actual industry rankings. So anyway, yeah, Jordan Johnson was a five-star wide receiver, I think according to Rivals. But, um, yeah, no industry five-star uh, before a 2000 or after 2008 when Michael Floyd. So, and the other uh, note about Cam Williams is he is going to be, uh, unless something changes in the rankings, the first time in the internet recruiting era, which basically dates back to 2002, that Notre Dame's best player in the class has been a wide receiver. So, I was uh, texting with Cam uh, during the week, kind of kidding with him. Uh, there's going to be a lot of pressure on him. Uh, you think about all the pressure that Tobias Merriweather had a, a few classes ago um, as the only wide receiver commit in the class. And although Cam has two other outstanding wide receivers uh, surrounding him, entering the uh, you know, in the 24 cycle and enrolling in Notre Dame uh, in 2024, I just know how these Notre Dame fans are. How they are going to be clamoring for Cam Williams to be playing and starting and doing big things from the get-go. But just like any uh, true freshman, they're going to have some growing pains and some time to, to develop. And I know I spent a lot of time about Cam Williams, so I'll make my other points quick. Kyle, hey, Kyle. Yeah, I'm gonna, go we're, yeah, we're going to go to prize picks, and then we're going to get your remaining thoughts. Okay, Please that, do. That, if that's cool with yeah. you. Um, and I have, uh, man, yesterday I had a fantastic, fantastic power play cooked up uh, with my buddy Adam. Um, Do you see my tweet on that, Kyle? I did. As soon as I saw the Christian McCaffrey at half um, yeah. more yard, I knew it was going to be a good day. <laughs> yeah, so prize picks will do a really cool thing where it's like, um a it's basically like a free square like christian mccaffrey more than um a rush yard yes he's going to do that so it's basically a free square and then i we we had david montgomery more than 66.5 yards in the thanksgiving game he hit that jordan love had 30 pass attempts like entering the fourth quarter i'm like this is looking good and the the uh you know, the entry was, was for, for more than 33 and it was 32. If he would have thrown one more pass, that would have, you know, been a, uh, what, what, what a draw or, um, I don't know. I can't think of it, but, and I still would have won some money there, but so that was, that was a tough loss, but we're bouncing back today and we will get, um, to today's entry, um, in just a moment, but, uh, it's always fun to talk about prize picks. 
Um, definitely uh, a personal favorite sponsor of mine. Um, so it, it is a lot of fun. So for any entry, you will pick two to six players. And if they will go more or less than their prize picks projection, if you go up to six players and you do that power play, you can win 25 times your money on that entry. Um, and it gets even better because when you deposit and use the promo code BGI, you will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to 100 bucks. So you put in 100, price picks will give you $100 in bonus money. Uh, if you put in 50, they'll match you with 50. So um, make sure you use the promo code BGI when you go to prizepicks.com. And it's not just for, I mean, they have college football, college basketball, um, uh, you know, all sorts of sports, uh, WNBA, NBA, NASCAR, MMA, cricket, soccer, really just about anything. And they do some fun promotions like the Christian McCaffrey free square taco Tuesday. Well, they'll have discounted, um, you know, more or less projections flex Friday, which is really cool. Um, and I'll probably do a flex Friday today as well, uh, where it's basically like a free entry. Um, so, uh, on a flex pick. So, um, it's a really easy to use and your entry entries can be made in really short um, time. So my entry for today, Kyle, um, is, uh, how about two as more, uh, or less projection is 250 yards. The dolphins do a really good job of beating up on bad teams. So it is on the road today, but I like Tua to go over 250.5 passing yards and then, uh, give me Travis Kelsey to catch a touchdown, um, against the Raiders on Sunday. His, he just has a more or less than, 0.5 for passing, rushing, or receiving touchdown. Uh, so I like uh, Taylor Swift's boyfriend to get in the end zone on Saturday, uh, and that's a uh, $10, $10 power play. So I have to hit both of these um, to uh, to win my money. Kyle, do you like my my entry there? I love it. Definitely that's do. That's all I liked it. That's all I needed it. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll be cooking up a uh, flex play later as well. So thank you, folks. Um, over at Prize Picks for sponsoring the show. Member folks, use that promo code BGI. You will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to 100 bucks. All right, Kyle, continuing on with your thoughts on um, yeah. you know, those rankings. I know you're, you were mentioning Gerby Lambert before I interrupted you. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to kind of run this, run through this really quick. But basically, Notre Dame fans should be really excited about this 24 recruiting class and who's coming in because Gerby Lambert is going to be Notre Dame's top offensive line signing. Now, this is if the rankings um, continue to stay this way or improve, of course. Um, but he is tracking to be Notre Dame's top offensive line commit since Sam Young from Fort Lauderdale, St. Thomas Aquinas back in 2006. So it's kind of interesting. You think of all those NFL draft picks that Notre Dame had in the first round, Zach Martin, Mike McGlinchey, Quentin Nelson, Ronnie Stanley. None of those guys were five stars, at least in the uh, uh, on-three industry rankings. So really credit to Harry Heastan's offensive line development from 2012 to, to 17. Um, now, it, it was worth noting that Emil Wagner and Charles Jagasaw were both uh, five stars, according to on-three's rankings. But kind of the way I reference it in my story is uh, Lambert could be the top overall offensive tackle signee in terms of 21 overall because uh, both Emil Wagner and Charles Jagasaw were um, number 26, and I forget what Jagasaw was. But either way, Lambert tracking really well. Uh, Keedron Young uh, going to be Notre Dame's top running back signee since here, Wood, back in 2009. Wood was the uh, number 69 overall player. 
And if uh, Kedron Young maintains his number four running back ranking, um, that will give Notre Dame their best running back signee ever, I believe, uh, in the modern recruiting era. So another great player there. And this is the one that really surprised me most was Bryce Young. Notre Dame has not had um, someone ranked high as high as Bryce Young on the defensive line since uh, all the way back in 2011 when Irish signed three five-stars, Aaron Lynch, um, Ishak Williams, and Stephon Tua. All those guys were five-stars. Now, Dalen Hayes was the only other top 100 guy Notre Dame assigned on the defensive line, and um, I think that, yeah, that that was in the 2016 cycle. So uh, Bryce Young hasn't beat there because he's the number 49 overall player. And I put this in my story, and I want to see what you think, um, Mike, because I think Cam Williams and Kirby Lambert certainly because they're already within the top 32 in the way that kind of works – you know, top 32 basically aligns with 32 first-round NFL draft picks. That's how the five stars are essentially awarded. Um, and basically, if Cam Williams and Gerby Lambert maintain their status, they're going to be five stars. But I kind of put this in my story that I think that Kedron Young, maybe not Kedron Young, but at least Bryce Young especially, maybe Kingston Viliamuasa will have the chance to earn that five-star status when they – compete in the All-American Bowl um, in January down in San Antonio because that gives those uh, guys to compete against the, the top competition. I know Kingston obviously has done it uh, for years at St. John Bosco since they played the you know the best competition across the country. Um, also playing uh, Tim Hyde's Trinity League, which he loves. Outstanding competition out there. But I'm kind of curious, Mike, Like, do you think that – uh, Bryce Young and Kingston could maybe put themselves in conversation for the five-star status. So you threw in Kedron doubtful. The thing about yes. Bryce is he's not playing in an, is he playing in an all-star game? So he got invited to the all-American bowl. He, I don't think he has publicly accepted yet, but usually when those guys get invites, they usually end up there. All right. Hang tight. Let me text him. <laughs> Bryce Young. Yo, are you playing in the, all in San Antonio. Hold on. Mike kind of breaks the that. news. On, uh, Figured I'd Georgia. ask. Um, we'll see if he responds. Is he playing? Is this season over? Yes. Okay. All right. Sometimes I do that. I'll text somebody and I'm like, oh crap, like I have a game today or text him on a Saturday morning. Like I texted James Flanagan something. And it was like the Saturday morning after they got bounced in the playoffs Friday night. And I was like, oh, crap. Um, if Bryce Young plays in the All-America Bowl, I think he's got a really good chance. But if not, he has no chance, in my opinion. Right. Kingston, right. I think, had, would have a pretty good chance because he would have – I mean, he's already at 66. And then on three could bump him up, right, if he plays well. I mean, he's already highly ranked at 24-7, 67, ESPN. Rivals already has him as a borderline five-star. So I think he would have a a shot. But what about CJ? If CJ plays in an All-American Bowl. Uh, um, He won't be there. (laughs) Yeah, we we, we think it's it's not likely that he will. Um, We'll we'll be able to report more on that later. Uh, But if he were to, um, then he would have a good shot. For an on three industry ranking, he might get five star status 
you know, somewhere else we'll see. Um, but, uh, yeah, like if he move, like if he were to ball out and move up a hundred spots at, at on three, then he's probably an industry ranking five star if his rankings elsewhere holds up. So, um, but of that group, Kyle, I would say, like of Carr, Kingston, and Bryce, I would probably say Bryce. But here's the thing. When I saw Bryce in action against Raven Gap, and I still don't know who the Raven Gap left tackle was that he was going up against a good bit. Bryce in his one-on-one pass rushing, he struggled a bit. But in terms of just like the motor and his physique and just like the measurables is a freak show. So he might go to the All-American Bowl and struggle against five-star level offensive tackles, but it it doesn't take a genius to look at him and be like, well, damn, when he gets to Notre Dame, you know, if they can develop him and, and you know, continue to, you know, um, you know, help him, you know, polish up his physique and whatnot, then like put some weight, more weight on him. Like, yeah, he's a freak show. So it just kind of depends on if you're like how you're viewing him as a prospect. If it is, you're looking at him down the road or if you're looking at how he performed right now, it's kind of, it's tricky. Um, so that that would be my thoughts, um, thought on that. So, um, yeah, Kyle, good, good, really good rankings discussion. Um, did you want to touch the CJ Carr ranking? I don't know if you wanted to. Uh, I figured I'd at least give you the floor if you we, wanted to. No, we beat that to death. I mean, you and I have both seen CJ in person plenty of times. It's boring. So, so are you kind we of know. just with me? It's like it is what it is. We'll we'll yeah, see. I mean, I disagree, no, but CJ will be a good player. That's all it matters. Okay. All right. There you go. Uh, Kyle Kelly. So uh, you also wrote an article uh, on Thanksgiving about what Notre Dame fans should be thankful for in this 2024 recruiting class. Um, So why why don't you tell us about it, Kyle? What would you write? Yeah, I I put it out five things. And I think what I'm going to do here is I'm going to save a couple of those things for on three subscribers and I'll let them okay. read the rest. So I did want to put, I wanted to point out my, my favorite two. Okay. And I'm going to lead off. It, it was my first and my last one in my story. Uh, and, and the first one was legacy recruits uh, because Notre Dame is uh, got some really outstanding uh, sons of former Notre Dame players committed in the 24-25 classes, uh, namely Bryce Young, who you mentioned earlier, and then, of course, James Flanagan, who we've talked about, the son of Jim Flanagan. It's really interesting because both the elder Young and Flanagan both played at Notre Dame for, I think, three years, maybe four together. Then also Notre Dame um, tracking really well for Jerome Pettis Jr., uh, who the, his father, obviously, Jerome Pettis Sr., also played on that. I think from 90 to 93 Notre Dame team with Flanagan and Young. So, uh, excuse me, a pretty good shot that Notre Dame will have three legacy recruits on their future roster, possibly some more and some outstanding guys as well. Um, Mike, if you could go to the, excuse me, uh, the end of the article, I want to share my last point. Which is, how about this one? Kingston Viliamu Asis Church Group. Excuse me, Mike, I got a cough again. You're okay, buddy. Oh, all right. Kyle's 
bouncing out. So yeah, Kingston Villamuasa's church youth group the week before Villamuasa committed to Notre Dame on July 23rd, he went on a one week retreat with his church's youth group after officially visiting his three top schools, USC, Notre Dame and Ohio state all in June. Villamuasa thought he would commit to the Buckeyes, but when he returned home two days before his announcement, Villamuasa had a change of heart that led him um, to pledge to the Irish. Kyle, you're back. I'll let you. I'll, I'll let you take the floor again. Yeah, Mike. Thanks for uh, covering me there. Fight a little bit of cold today, but yeah, Kingston Villamuasa. Basically, the story was that I think you and I know we've covered it pretty extensively. Villian Muasa was basically trending toward Ohio State before his uh, late July commitment. And then after that, uh, he went on that church group, uh, said he read a uh, Bible verse, Hebrews chapter 11, uh, verse 1, that helped point him to Notre Dame. So I don't know if Kingston, if Kingston Villian Muasa did not end up going on that church retreat um, with his youth group. In mid July, I'm not sure that if he would have ended up at Notre Dame. So, those are my uh, two favorites from my story yesterday. And I'm kind of curious, Mike, I want to put you on the spot. What, what do you think is a reason Notre Dame fans should be thankful for here on this Friday, <laughs> day after Thanksgiving? I wonder. So, if, I, I hope you don't steal one of my points, but I'm a little curious. Yeah. Um, so, on Tuesday, I recorded my regular weekly recruiting segment with, with segment with Darren Pritchett. But Tuesday I was running around, Wednesday I was traveling, Thursday's Thanksgiving. So I'm posting those videos today. And so they'll be out later this afternoon. And that was one of the discussion topics. So I'm gonna save that for a well as well for, for folks to watch that video. But the the kind of the sneak peek was the top heaviness of this class. Like the 2022 recruiting class for Notre Dame was very deep. It finished sixth in the country, which I think is kind of like, like not super, or it's not a great representation of how good that class was. Cause I think it was not like it. I don't think that class is as good as 23 or 24, but it's going to finish higher in the rankings. Cause I think like Georgia, Alabama and Texas A&M just cleaned house on everyone. So the top three was so high up there and it wasn't like the distribution of the highly ranked players was not spread as evenly as it normally would, if that makes sense. Um, But like the 2022 class was very deep. It was a, it was a great class, but it, like it didn't have a ton of star power at the top. Um, At least in terms of like the rankings and whatnot, Ben Morrison was like a three, four star, you know, guy. Um, but, uh, this 24 class at the top is insane with, and at key positions, quarterback, CJ Carr, receiver, Kane Williams, offensive tackle, Gerby Lambert, pass rusher, Bryce Young, um, you know, linebacker, Kingston, Philly, Amawasa, hell, even Tay Johnson, I think is going to be Notre Dame's highest ranked safety recruit since Kyle Hamilton. So, so yeah, that's kind of my, um, my thought there. Um, I have something to ask everyone in our uh in our, our youtube show and and for folks listening via podcast are you a displaced corporate executive are you wanting to put your career in your own hands well if that sounds like you then andy ludicky can help you out and he's a huge college sports fan and he is um 
you know, uh, owned multiple franchises and businesses and using Andy's expertise, he's going to help you find your American dream through a very thorough consultation and evaluation process. Give Andy a call at 404-973-9901 and put your life and career in your own hands. And best of all, his services are hundred percent free. So what do you have to lose? So if this interests you at all, give Andy a ring. Um, check out myperfectfranchise.com for more details. Uh, thank you to My Perfect Franchise for uh, sponsoring the show, as always. Kyle, you, you back, brother? You feeling okay? Cough's getting to you? Okay. All right. Uh, we're we're going to move along. There was a new commitment for Notre Dame. Uh, Cree Thomas uh, from Phoenix Brophy Prep. Just a moment ago, I talked about Ben Morrison. Notre Dame sensation sophomore quarterback, cornerback, excuse me. When he was a senior in high school, there was a freshman defensive back named Cree Thomas, who is now a Notre Dame commit as a junior in high school. Um, he's had, what, five, six interceptions this season. Uh, ranks as the number 376 overall player, number 44 cornerback. His rankings are similar to Ben Morrison's. Um, he comes from the same high school, pretty similar measurements on three listed Ben Morrison at six foot, 172 pounds, Thomas six, one, one seventy. Um, so, uh, yeah, I talked about this commitment with, uh, Tim Hyde in a video that we posted when, uh, Thomas announced his commitment, but Kyle, did you, did you want to offer any thoughts on this commitment? Do you, you like this pickup for the Irish? I would, but I would like to start with something non-football related. And that is with the, uh, red box in the left-hand corner. <laughs> of uh, Cree Thomas's highlights. It's kind of interesting because uh, basically Mike and I have those similar cameras, and that's if you don't have the setting correctly. So anyway, they ended up fixing it. But, yeah, uh, to move on to Cree Thomas, my biggest thought, believe it or not, and I, and I put this in my five thoughts column when he committed on Monday, was that he can play safety too. Yeah. Kyle, that's ex- – dude, Ben Morrison – Played safety too. And I saw Ben Morrison as a senior and the dude played free safety at cover two and look really good. They're, they're very similar prospects. Very it's smart. Crazy. I love it. Yes. Yeah, no, they, they definitely are. And I, you know, I put this in, in my story is, you know, going back into the spring, Notre Dame had injuries to Thomas Harper and Ben Minnick. And Notre Dame in the spring, they basically did not have like a lot of scholarship safeties to run practice. So they were moving guys back and forth to try to find guys that could also corners that could also play safety. And that ended up becoming a real issue. So before the season, they knew they had to go into the portal to get a guy for depth. And they went there and they targeted uh, Rhode Island cornerback Antonio Carter, um, who, who did dabble with a little bit of safety, I believe, at Rhode Island. But they switched him to safety at Notre Dame. So Notre Dame did not have a guy on their roster that, like, an emergency situation could play uh, play safety. Like, yeah, you mentioned Benjamin Morrison. He played safety uh, at Brophy College Prep. Uh, but you're not going to take your number one quarterback and move him to safety. So, you know, hey, when Cree Thomas gets to Notre Dame, maybe he could be that same ben- Benjamin Morrison-like trajectory. I think that's some pretty high expectations, but – Basically, I just like the the idea of Notre Dame being able to bring a guy, add him onto the roster that can play both safety and cornerback if necessary for Notre Dame. Like, I think Charles Power even referenced in his um, expert piece that you had, you know, Charles Power on threes, um, director of rankings. 
mentioned that there might be a chance you can play safety um, at Notre Dame. So that's something I'm watching. But, yeah, you kind of mentioned the uh, similarities between him and Benjamin Morrison are uh, pretty crazy, honestly. And uh, I think that Notre Dame got a really big pickup. Yeah. I hope Cree doesn't mind me sharing this, but. I got. I got. I. I didn't really send out thankful. I'm thankful for you texts like I usually do last year. Um, it was just uh, hectic in the in-laws' house. I did get a text from Cree Thomas though, and I, I really hope he doesn't mind me saying this. He says, "Happy Thanksgiving, Mr. Singer. Just wanted to say thank you for the video you put out. He's talking about you know the commitment video that I recorded with Tim Hyde, and uh, all the praises you have given me throughout this recruiting process. Gosh, I mean, come on. How do you Hooray. not root for that kid? I mean, he sends a thank you. Like, I'm thankful for you, Mike Singer. Like, that dude, that kid's the freaking best. Um, so yeah, Cree Thomas, folks, uh, better young man than he is a football player. It's a cliche statement, but rings true. So that was that was really cool. When we get those texts, Kyle, that means a lot. Like, I know James Flanagan's commitment meant a lot to you, like kind of you know how um you know gracious he was with, with you and in his recruiting process and um yeah like the, the relationships we build with the recruits and reporting on them is like it's a real thing for us and it's uh it can be it's really cool it's a it's a really cool thing man so so yeah um we'll move along Kyle good now I'll say certainly agree makes uh the long hours long trips yeah everything worth it Speaking of long trips, that's where we're going to move to next is like our favorite travels this fall. Um, and I am on going to be on the road today, so we'll talk about that. But otherwise, we're kind of done with high school games for this fall, Kyle and me. Um, our next travels will be um, for the All-Star Games. Kyle will be in Orlando for the Under Armour game, and I will be in San Antonio um, for several days for the All-American Bowl. Um, well, I'll, I'll be reporting on several, um, you know, Notre Dame guys, and Kyle will be in Orlando to see uh, Aeneas Young, or excuse me, Aeneas Williams, um, and then uh, helping the On Three Network out with, um, you know, different coverage. So Kyle will do a great job there, and uh, I'll, I'll try to hold down the fort in Texas, where I am really looking forward um, to uh, that Mexican place, Mikasa. I'm not staying at that ho- same hotel, Kyle. That place, yes, hundred <laughs> percent. Oh my gosh. I, yeah. I love authentic Mexican food. Um, so that place was legit too. So I will head there as much as I can. But so Kyle, I wanted to cover like our favorite road, like our favorite single trip this year. There were a couple contenders for me. I really enjoyed um, meeting both Bryant Young um, and um, Wes Pritchett. Their sons played each other. Um, so I was at that game, got to meet those guys. Fantastic trip. I loved our trip, um, seeing CJ Carr and then heading over to South Bend. That was a memorable one. But for me, it was finally getting to meet um, this young man, uh, Deuce Knight, Loosedale, Mississippi, George County. So I saw him in early October, interviewed him for 25 minutes. I think I posted four or five stories from that interview. Actually, I think we can check pretty easily here. Let's see. How many? And I, I mean, I posted them for a while. One, two, three, four, five, six articles from one interview. And I also talked to his coach, um, James Ray. It was a phenomenal trip. Um, so 
and Deuce put on a show that night as well. Uh, a fantastic kid, uh, great player. Um, first time meeting Deuce, like how tall he is and like how long his arms are. Um, he's got a frame that he continued to put on some weight too. Like he's he's long and lanky right now, but um, you know he can get up to 220 pounds and still be able to move fast. Like Deuce Knight is a bit of a freak show. Um, so absolutely love that pickup for Notre Dame 2025 class um, and kind of how he's leading it has is, is been impressive so far. So that's that was my favorite trip of the fall um, and definitely one of my favorite interviews I've, I've done in my decade on the on the job. So, uh, Kyle, for you, what was your favorite trip? Yeah, it wasn't just to see one recruit. It was my biggest road trip of the fall that started out in Chicago on a Tuesday night, I didn't see anyone there, but I made a pit stop to uh, hang out with one of my friends. And um, for the following three or four days, I went to uh, Green Bay, Wisconsin to see James Flanagan. Uh, I went to, uh, I made a pit stop on the way to see Michael Roski from Watoma, Wisconsin, which that was really cool. 2000 person town had to take all back roads to get there. Um, you know, unfortunately, Roski uh, ended up committing to Wisconsin. I think that was kind of my pulse on the recruitment is that he was going to end up at Wisconsin unless something crazy happened. Uh, but, yeah, so I made a pit stop in Watoma on the way. Then I ended up at Milwaukee on Thursday night to see Owen Strebig, who is one of my favorite recruits in the class. Uh, he played a game that night. And then on Friday, I went and saw Joseph Reef. Um, at Elmhurst York Community School. And I'm going to be honest, I tweeted this out after the game that York Community had one of the best high school football atmospheres I had ever been a part of. And I've been covering high school football for, I don't know, about five years or so. And I, I don't know if I've ever seen an atmosphere like that. So that was really cool. And, yeah, that wrapped up with Notre Dame's game on Saturday for the Tennessee State game. That was overall uh, an amazing road trip. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, uh, yeah, wrapping up, I will be um, on the road today, as I mentioned earlier in the show. Um, I am uh, currently in the Central Florida area visiting family for Thanksgiving, and I figured, hey, might as well see some recruits while I'm here. So Justin Thurman, Tampa Jesuit, has a big playoff game tonight um, at their at their stadium. Uh, so I'll be getting uh, my, my first look at Justin Thurman, Notre Dame's running back commit in the 25 cycle, four-star prospect, number 278 overall, number 21 uh, running back per the uh, on-three industry ranking. And then Notre Dame has offered uh, his quarterback, Will Griffin, um, 6'2 and a half, 225 pounds, uh, no industry ranking yet, no on-three ranking yet, but 24-7 and uh, rivals both have him as a top 100 overall player in their very early 2026 rankings. Um, and uh, we talked about him a few weeks ago when Notre Dame offered him on this show and uh, a lot of fun to watch his film. Like he is a big dude um, and uh, yeah, looks really good on tape. So I- I'm pretty pumped up about seeing these two guys in person. Um, and I should have a article, like a quick kind of story on the game and how these two guys looked uh, at blueandgold.com either like late, late tonight or first thing Saturday morning. So I would love for you guys to uh, to check that out. Um, so, uh, yeah, that is going to wrap up today's show, folks. Please smash the thumbs up button on this video. Of course, subscribe to our channel if you are new here. Um, and, uh, yeah, we're uh, once we end the show, Kyle and I are going to get right to work posting on our uh, blueandgold.com website as well as our message board. 
And uh, if you are not a subscriber, most, I mean, what Kyle, 90% of our articles are premium articles. Um, so if you want to read what we have going on um, on our website, there's a special offer, excuse me, special offer for our YouTube and podcast audience. And that is a dollar um, gets you access for your first two months. And then after the two months, the regular rate will apply. So it's a good way to check us out really through National Signing Day. And the code is UND1. So the letter UND1. Um, so please check that out over um, at blueandgold.com. Use that promo code. Kyle, great stuff as always, folks. Appreciate you tuning in. And as always, we will catch you next time.